0: hey friends happy new year it is january 1st of 2021 how exciting and i'm sure just like y'all i am kind of ready i'm ready for a new year a new start um, and just for things to go back to kind of normal i don't know if we'll ever discover a kind of normal anymore um but we might Eventually, (laughs) right? Hopefully, one of these days we will discover the new normal again. But I am thankful for all the things that happened in twenty twenty, because this year's been a year. I mean, for all of us, uh, it's just been a really, really trying year. Um, and today I think I'm just gonna talk about um what I was gonna do is I was actually gonna do this as a blog post, but then I sat down and I wrote three pages of <laughs> what God is speaking to me right now. And I was like, okay, ain't nobody got time to read three pages, but people have time to listen. So um, I am going to talk about my word of the year this year. And it's kind of a long story. Um, you know, you always hear people talking about their word of the year. And I have been asking God uh, what's my word of the year, Lord? Like, show me what you want me to think about this year. And I really just had not been getting anything. (laughs) I was just like, okay, I just don't, I don't know what it is. But this theme has kept reoccurring in my mind and, um, in scriptures that I've been reading and just different like podcasts I've been listening to And I will get there eventually. (laughs) I will show you guys uh, what my word of the year is at the end of this very long story because I think it's important and you need to know um, where I've come from and kind of what God has brought me through. So I really didn't start my relationship with God until really 2016 um, when I went to TCU. And I first started doing my word of the year in 2017. And that first year, my word of the year was vulnerability. Um, And then in 2018, it was vulnerability again. And I really couldn't figure out why. I just felt like that needed to be my my word. But when I finally started pursuing God and he wanted to heal me and heal my heart, um, I fought and I wrestled with pride. And I didn't know that until this year. And I learned that it was a a generational curse over my family. Um, It really wasn't my fault. I didn't ask for it. But because it was there, I had to go and break it over my family. And you, um, whenever you start your journey with God, like you have full authority to do these things whenever you pursue Him on a deeper and a more intimate level. Um, So then, He just has slowly been unraveling my heart. He's been sweeping out the closets. He's been getting out all the dust bunnies, all the things I don't like. Um, And I've just been giving him access to a more deep and intimate level of my heart. And as I'm talking about this, I want you guys to know I'm being 100% completely open and honest and sharing with you what the Lord has done in me and through me. Because sometimes I think we're scared to go deeper with God because it's gonna hurt. That was my biggest thing. I was scared to let him into my heart because it hurt. Those places hurt and I didn't want anybody to touch them. I stoved them away, I put them deep down, and nobody had access to them. (laughs) I didn't even have access to them, you know. So I wrestled with God hard on my pride, and I was so mad at him because um in 2018 and 2019 I went through a lot of lot of hard things. And I, I couldn't fathom why he was doing this to me. I, I couldn't understand. I would cry. I would pray out. I would be on my knees. I'd be on my floor begging and pleading to hear his voice, just to feel him, to know if he was real, if he was there. And then one of my friends actually brought me this Bible verse, and it's Job thirty-five, twelve through 14. And it says, When they cry out, God does not answer because of their pride. But it is wrong to say God doesn't listen to say that the Almighty isn't concerned. You can't see him, but he will bring justice if you only wait. So, and that's Job 35, 12 through 14. My pride was what got in the way. Um, and once I went deep and I got rid of the pride and I broke away that generational curse that was back to my, I don't know, my great grandparents, maybe. Um, I remember when the Lord showed me, it was a very vivid image of what pride, the spirit of pride in um, the home that I lived in, in Manter, Kansas, where I grew up. Um, And I remember probably being like five or six and just this, I don't know, it was like this deep, this sense of a, this vision God gave me was just like this black figure. And it was the spirit of pride had crept into my family. And that was not my fault. Like at a five-year-old age, I couldn't fix that. That was just something that had been passed generationally down. And that's something as a new believer or a daughter or son in God, like you have the authority to break that off of your life. So I'd, um, I went deep and I was in a heart meeting and we healed it. And God has healed me in my pride. I still sometimes it likes to come back and I have to tell it, no, get out of here. Um, But once I broke that pride over my life, um, things just started to shift. And I believe that's why the Lord told me vulnerability. Because being vulnerable is the opposite of pride. When you're vulnerable with somebody, when you let them into your heart, it breaks down those barriers that nobody could break down. Um, and And when you let people into your heart, it just it just breaks it out it makes it makes love come crashing in, so I say all of that because I want you to know the story like when God gives you a word, it really is for your benefit, um and I really couldn't see what God was trying to do four years ago in my heart until this year, and then in So, my word, 2016, 2017, I don't remember what 2018, I think 2018 it was grow, and then 2019 was also grow. Uh, My phone case actually still says grow. (laughs) So, and that's, I kind of get in, if I get a new phone, or every year I get a new phone case, and I have it like leather designed, this has a cactus and some sunflowers, and it has grow on it um, for 2019, and I think I've had this phone for two years I think, something like that. But I always try to get a new case to have that word on it because I'm on my phone all the time and I see it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is my word. Um, And holy smokes, growing is not fun. I don't know if you're listening and you have kids, but your kids go through growing spurts. It's uncomfortable, it's painful. You go through tantrums. And that is exactly what it means spiritually to It was not fun at all. It hurt. It was uncomfortable. It was painful. Honestly, growing for me hurt like H-E double hockey sticks. (laughs) But guess what? In all that growth, I grew closer to God. I was drawn to his heart because I was so broken. I had no other place to go but to him. Um, and in my brokenness is when he started healing me, when he started unraveling all those things in my heart. I was literally looking through, I, I started a planner, I got a planner, it's called um, Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets, and I love, 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 love this planner, because at the beginning of the year, last year, it made me sit down, and really just my 2020 goals, ideas, uh, it Tells you what fires you up. Like it's a great planner. If you need a planner, I really suggest this planner. It gives you, it really just makes you focus on what matters in your life. I mean, these are some of the. I have it right here, and I'm reading it. But it has what have you decided that you cannot do? And some of the things I wrote down at the beginning of the last year, it says I am not good enough to be loved or worthy. I'm not good enough or worthy of wealth. I'm not having. I'm not worth having a satisfying life. Like these are all some of the some of these fears and lies that the devil, <laughs> the devil had tempted me with and persecuted me and told me, and they're not true. And um, Laura Casey, who actually does this power sheets. One of my friends, uh, Darcy Crumbog, actually ta- told me about this and I checked it out and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to have it. And those are all the foxes. And she talks about a garden and the foxes come in and eat your fruit. Well, those were all foxes. Those were all lies I was believing. And But the pomegranates are what God said about me. And it was like, you are worthy of love. You are good enough for love. You are worthy of wealth. You are worthy of a dream man you are worthy of a dream family um and then it just it really just makes you evaluate your life um and then some of the fears I wrote down I'm just going to be real vulnerable with y'all right now some of the fears I wrote down last year I fear being alone because that's not what I want <laughs> honestly that is so stupid I'm not alone I have a great community around me and then one of, another fear is I fear failing because of how I'll look Um, And that's something I'm going to get to in a minute about how I feared man more than I feared God. So with all the growth and everything, at the beginning of 2020, I was seriously broken. (laughs) I am reading through these power sheets of what I wrote down, and I was like, wow, my heart is completely different now. I just, I don't even know, this person at the beginning of the year was so hurt. She was lashing out on everybody and everything. And there's a person specifically that I've hurt so bad because I was so broken. Um, And he hurt me, but that doesn't make it any right because then I was hurt in my own pain and misery and I hurt him. Um, So at the beginning of the year, I felt like the Lord was telling me 2020 is a Kairos year. Um, So at the beginning of the year, I always do kind of like a reflection of what I want or like where I want to go, my dreams, my goals, my visions, all of that fun, you know, New Year stuff. And I had to actually look up what Kairos meant again because I wasn't really entirely sure. Um, But it is the meaning. Kairos means, which it's a Greek word, it means it is a moment of maximum opportunity it's a moment when change is possible it is an exquisite syncentric sin- sorry i can't read moment when all things come together and align and it it's what the bible refers to as the set time and we and what we all Oh my gosh, I can't talk today. Sorry, guys. And what we in the church call waiting for God's best. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So that was my word for Kairos moments. And when I stopped and I wrote down and I was reflecting on on all of this stuff, I was like, wow. You know, my Kairos moments, what I thought would look like at the beginning of the year is like, oh, my husband would suddenly come into my life. Um, Because it's been a really big battle for me. Um, Oh, I would suddenly get all this money. I would suddenly hit all of the things I wanted to do. I would suddenly, you know, things would just suddenly shift. Um, My Kairos moments have been heart moments. They have been the Lord working my heart and changing my heart. And having divine encounters all year long to grow deeper with him. Um, When I reflect of what God has brought me through and what he has taught me this last year, I am seriously amazed because I am not the same person by any means. When I sat down and I started reading what I wrote down at the beginning of the year, I was like, man, who is this person? She was broken and confused and hurt and let the devil come in and just all of the things and I just, I want to encourage you because I think it's important to go back where you've came from to realize how far you've overcome something. Um, I Although I really, I really didn't cross off a darn thing on what my no limits year would look like. Because that is exactly what I heard God speaking to me was to have faith, belief for the impossible and really just if all the things were going to happen this year, and they didn't. <laughs> Although I know my my promise hasn't fully given birth yet, the thing I have so longed and hoped for and prayed for so long, God has taught me so much about Him, who He is, and what He desires. At the beginning of the year, <laughs> let me be honest here, I would read God's word, but I didn't believe a single ounce of what it said. I didn't believe about how he would turn beauty for ashes. I didn't believe that um, dead bones would actually come to life. I didn't believe anything. And little did I know, God really just wanted my heart. He wanted me to believe his word. He wanted me to partner with him. He wanted to dwell with me every day. He wanted me to experience his presence. And over the last several weeks, God has been bringing me stories in the in the Bible about women, women, women giving birth to their promise. Um to what their soul had hoped and longed for. And I have not given birth to my promise, but I feel like I'm in the birthing process. (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, But the first story I'm going to bring up is actually in 1 Samuel chapter 1, and it's about Hannah. Hannah so longed uh, so much for a child, but she had lost heart. She was no longer hungry for it because the adversary came in and kept discouraging heart. Her heart it went on year after year, and finally Hannah went to the Lord in all her pain and all her anguish, and made a vow. And this is in First Samuel chapter one, verse eleven. It says, "Lord, if you will, then I will." Um, and before in that story, her husband actually made her dinner for two. It was actually a prophetic act. Um, And she she couldn't eat because she was so discouraged and so disheartened. But once she went out and she wept to the Lord and she gave him all her anguish and all her anxiety and she cried out. Um, Then she came back and she got her hunger back. She ate for two. She was hungry again and she was pregnant with the promise of God. Soon after that, Hannah bore a son to Samuel, Samuel and she made a vow to the Lord that she would never cut his hair. And then obviously you guys know the story about um, Samuel. So, or is that his name? Golly, I don't even know. I'm really bad at Bible stories. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to be better about reading the Bible <laughs> and just uh, hearing what God is saying all the time. So if I get it wrong, don't hold, me, don't hold it against me. I'm trying. And then another story that the Lord brought to me was in Luke, uh, Luke 1. Where Elizabeth so longed for a child, but was old and barren, but they kept worshiping and praying out to God. Um, this story really taught me act- about actually birthing the promise, and I actually I listened to a podcast from Mercy Culture, and it completely and totally changed my perspective and gave me revelation on what I've been going through the last four years of my life, <laughs> or actually the last probably really two years of my life. Um, and I really suggest that you guys go listen to it because she just talks about how, how there's four different stages of birthing a promise. Um, and it's part two of the Holy Spirit on Mercy Culture Podcast. Obviously, that podcast has really changed my life. So I encourage you to listen to it as much as you can. It completely and radically changed my ability to hear from the Lord and catapulted my relationship. But she really just talks about there's four different parts in birthing a promise. And um, it's just amazing. It's an eye-opening process and what she talked about. Um, And I'll link it in the show notes because I really just think it's seriously (laughs) life-changing. So on my journey of faith and as I'm learning, as I'm walk with this journey of faith, I go deeper and deeper and I continually am learning to pursue his ways in his heart. So if you followed along with me for any time, you know that, you know my promise that I long for is God to bring me a husband. It's something my heart has desired for so long. It's something I have a burning passion for. I want to be in a relationship that glorifies and honors God. It's to be in a covenant with my husband and with God. And for so long, I cared more about what man would think of me versus what God would think of me. And I let my fear of man override my fear of God. Um, and I'm just going to be completely open and honest. There's a lot of things that the Lord is asking me to do right now that really makes no sense. It really doesn't make any sense to me, but it really doesn't make any sense to my family or to my friends. And I've received a lot of heck from it, to be honest, Um, and a lot of persecution, but that's okay. They don't have to understand my relationship with the Lord. They don't have to understand what God's asking me to do right now. And And I think it's so cool how God works because he's just been reassuring and speaking to me through his word. So then after this, he's brought me the story of Job. And he brought me, he told, you know, he brought it up how his family and his friends told him to curse God. His own wife, Job's own wife, told him to curse God and be done. And Job refused. He refused to do that. He refused to not be in the presence of God. He refused to curse God. And it made him honorable and noble in his sight. His own wife. You know, if your wife told you that or your husband told you that, could you withstand it? Would you be like, oh, okay, well. And that's kind of where I've been at. Like all my family and friends have been telling me to do something. And like it's caused so much turmoil in my life. And I think that's why going into 2021, I really have to have healthy boundaries. Because I know God's voice and I know what he wants me to do. And I trust God. I trust what he's doing in my life. And I know the suffering and the pain that I've gone through hasn't been for nothing. Because I have drawn closer to God. And that is what it's all about, friends. And I'm so thankful God brought me this story of Job because it really just helped me. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> um, and I, as I wrap up, I just, I, this is where my word of the year is. This is what my word of the year is. And it is restoration. Throughout the Bible, you can see what God does. He takes things that are broken and he makes them whole. He makes them brand new. Look at what he did with Hannah's broken heart and he gave her a child. Look what he did with Elizabeth's old barren body. Look what he did with Mary. She was a virgin and she got impregnated with the Holy Spirit who then gave birth to Jesus. He took all of Job's losses and heartaches and blessed the second part of his life more than his earlier years. You see, God's heart is restoration. He longs to take what is broken and hopeless and turn it around. And friends, that is where I'm at with my promise. I am in the birthing season of my promise. The Lord gave me a dream two years ago when I moved home, or three years ago. He gave me a vision, and I really didn't understand. I really didn't know what it was about. I mean, I did, but I was like, eh, no, surely not. That's got to be from the devil. Well, guys, that was, that was a dream for the Holy Spirit, that. From the Holy Spirit that I didn't steward very well. But it's taken me three years to see what he gave me. And I have stewarded it so awfully. Like I have failed so miserably at it. But he knows that. And he is gracious and he is merciful. And we, he will cover my mistakes. Because I know. He knows that I'm going to make them. Um, he knows that I'm human. He knows I'm really broken in all my humanity, and he will cover my mistakes, because he knows my heart, my heart is pure, my heart longs to see his glory, my heart longs for him to be glorified, and for only, really, for him to fix things that only he can fix, um, because I have done a lot of things, I have hurt a really special person in my life, um, Because I listened to others' voices more than what I was listening to God. And that was totally my fault. I know it was my fault. Um, And I know only God can heal what I broke. So, today, friends, I just want to encourage you. Because whatever you have lost hope on, what dreams you have lost sight of because of all the lies the enemy has tried to tell you, what whatever dreams that were broken this year because of all the 2020 messes, this is what my word of the year is. And this is what I really feel like the Lord is telling me right now is restoration of all things. In Luke one thirty six, it says, for no word from God will ever fail. So if you received a word from God and it lines up with his scriptures, it will come to pass. You have to partner with him. And when you receive a Holy Spirit revelation or dream, it cannot fail. Because God does not lie. Man lies, but God cannot lie. If your situation hasn't lined up with Scripture, it's not over. If your finances aren't lined up with God, with what God says, it isn't over. If you are being a borrower and not a lender, your finances are not over. If you are not the head... And, but the tale, your finances are not over. God's heart is to restore all things. In Revelations 21.5, he says, I am making all things new. In Isaiah 43.19, I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you re- perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. If you have a relationship that isn't healed, it's not over. If you don't have a thriving business, it's not over. If you aren't living an abundant life, it's not over. If your marriage is broken, it's not over. God's heart is restoration. God's heart is to heal. You see it over and over and over again in the Bible. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. Don't let anyone tell you That your marriage can't be fixed, that your business can't be fixed, that healing isn't possible, that your body is so broken. God can restore all things, you guys. He can restore whatever is broken, whatever is lost. And I want to show you, in Proverbs 6.31, it says, if the thief is caught, he must pay sevenfold. Guess what, friends? We caught him. We caught him in what he was stealing, and he must give back to you what he stole. And as a, as a daughter of the Most High King, as a son of the Most High, it is your responsibility to cry out and see restoration in all things. And when you cry out and you ask God to restore and heal what only he can do, it honors and glorifies him. Because there are situations in all of our lives that we need a miracle. We need a breakthrough. I need a miracle right now, today. I need a breakthrough today. And there is literally nothing you could do in your own humanity to fix this situation. Some situations are so broken and so lost and hopeless that you have no capacity to fix it. Only God does. Woo, this is really emotional, and <laughs> I feel Jesus. So so today, I just urge you, friends, to just cry out for God's will to be done. His will is restoration. He didn't send his only son, Jesus, for you to live a mediocre life. So guys, as I close, that's my word for the year, is restoration. My word for the year is restoration. And I'm just going to pray real quick because I feel like the Holy Spirit um, wants to impart with you restoration um, from this. So Father God, I just thank you for this beautiful day and I thank you for the first of the year and I thank you for all the hope that it brings and the joy a new year brings, Father God. And I just pray for restoration. Lord, for whoever's listening to this, if it's a broken marriage, if it's a broken business, if it's broken finances, if it's a broken family, God, I just ask that your will be done. Lord, I ask that you restore the things that were wrongfully took to them from the enemy. God, and I ask that you heal. Lord, I ask that you give them back the pieces that only you can give back. Lord, I ask that you touch their heart. I ask that you touch their businesses. I ask that you touch their homes. Lord, just make your presence known wherever that they may go. Father God, and I just thank you for all that you do. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your heart. In your name, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Friends, I hope you have a good Friday, and I hope you experience God's restoration this year because I believe it's something he wants to do and bring back all the things that 2020 has been super crazy and broke. So have a good day, friends. Talk to you soon.